everyone. I am Emily Landers, and this is How'd She Do That? A podcast answering that question each episode. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to today's episode of HSDT. I am so happy that you are tuning in for this episode with Ginny Bohannon. Well, you guys, I hope that you all had a wonderful weekend. We had a great weekend in Malibu, and we are looking forward to the week ahead, as well as the weekend ahead. This weekend, Luke and I are heading on our favorite road trip. We are road tripping from California to Colorado, and we'll see if he'll let me listen to How'd She Do That podcast <laughs> along the way. More likely than not, he he might want to listen to another podcast, which, you know, I, I really can't blame him because he does hear this voice quite a bit. <laughs> but in all seriousness, you guys, I have so enjoyed seeing what you all are up to while you listen to the podcast. It is so amazing to me to think that I am a tiny part of your day and that you would allow myself and my guests to be a part of your life and be a part of your day, whether it is you are doing the laundry, perhaps you're on a walk right now, whatever it is, we love to see it. And it was so fun this week over on Instagram at Spice Paper Designs, they shared that they were listening to our episode with Julie Friedman of Young, Wild, and Friedman while they were packing up their paper products to send out to clients. So it is just so amazing to me to not only get to know you all through social media, through the many emails that I receive weekly at this point uh, of people who are encouraged and loving the podcast, but also to see what you all are up to. It is so much fun. Well, thank you guys. Thank you guys so much for the support. And thank you for taking the time to leave that five-star review on iTunes. Many of you have already done so, and I so appreciate it because that rating is really how we can help assist other women who are looking for an encouraging and uplifting and fun podcast. It's a great way for them to find ours on iTunes. Well, you all are in for a treat today. Ginny Bohannon of Tallwood Country House is joining me on today's episode. This is a conversation that I have been so looking forward to. I was originally introduced to Ginny through a previous guest, Nicola Bathy. She was on episode 27. I believe she reposted or shared one of Ginny's amazing photos of her interiors. And I thought, okay, who is this? If this is your first time being introduced to Jenny. I want to go ahead. I haven't done this before, but I want to point you to her Instagram. Go ahead and check out instagram.com slash tallwood country house. Go and just take a look while you're listening, okay? Because it is so fun to hear the story behind her beautiful home. Jenny takes us all the way back to the beginning stages of her life and career and education. It is so fun to know the behind the scenes scoop on one of my favorite Instagram accounts and real life mom, wife, and just such a sweet presence to have spent some time recording today's episode with. So Jenny, thank you for your time. You guys, here is Jenny Bohannon on How'd She Do That? Today's guest, Jenny Bohannon, is the interior designer and home restorationist behind Tallwood Country House in Clifton, Virginia. 
Growing up in the horse country in Northern Virginia, Jenny fell in love with vintage and historic style and the beauty of the houses and land. Having trained as a classical pianist and even performing at Carnegie Hall, she developed a passion for the arts. Though she was not trained in interior design, she studied the styles of classical designers. When Jenny and her husband purchased the house, now lovingly known as Tallwood, right down the road from her childhood home, it was falling apart. Now, Jenny has turned the house and property into a fine collection of art and demonstration of the grand millennial style. The house and corresponding Instagram page, complete with several farm animals, are a picturesque demonstration of the vintage style that Jenny studied and loves. Jenny's work with the Tallwood Country House has been highlighted in Southern Living Magazine and numerous other brand collaborations. When Jenny isn't designing, to Tallwood or sharing her adorable ducklings with the world on social media, she is likely enjoying time with her handsome family, which includes her husband and their sons. Ginny, welcome to How'd She Do That? Thank you, Emily. That was such a sweet introduction. (laughs) Well, I am so excited about this because the whole hope and thought behind How'd She Do That when I originally began was finding women like yourself and figuring out Now, how does she do this? How does she have ducklings in her kitchen sink? How is this just the most beautiful situation, these darling kids? Um, And I love, too, just the fact you're a stay-at-home mom sharing this beautiful life and kind of world that you've created. So I'm ready to dive in. I want to hear the the behind-the-scenes of all of it. Well, oh, my goodness. You asked how we have (laughs) ducklings in the sink. I have children. (laughs) I am so excited. Oh, Jenny, this has been, uh, for me personally, a long time coming because truly um, I've so enjoyed kind of getting to know you on social media. So it's so special to connect with you today. And just another little side uh, element to our connection. It was so fun. I was actually at a wedding in Virginia um, and came across a gal, Casey, at the Mayhurst um, in Orange, Virginia. And she, she mentioned, oh, do you know Jenny? And I said, not personally, but we both connected on how much we adore following and seeing what you're up to. So that was oh, a fun connect. So kind. Yes. Mayhurst is, they have done such a, a beautiful job with their bed and breakfast and uh, oh. they're a sweet family. Oh, so sweet. Well, I'm excited. I want to dive in. I mentioned a little bit about your upbringing and whatnot, but perhaps you tell us. I love to kind of go back and even begin in that kind of college season of life and whatnot. Perhaps you can share where did you go to school and what did you major in? Sure. Well, I guess um I guess I my life really began when I was four. <laughs> <laughs> I know that sounds nuts, but I um, two important things happened in my life when mm. I uh, was four, and w- the first was that I asked Jesus into my heart. Oh. I was with my parents, um, and so the sweet. second was I began playing the piano. Oh. So uh, those were just two very momentous things that mm. seemed probably very um, small at the time, but. Oh. Um, yes. So that, um, is when I began, uh, playing the piano and it began as I think it does for so many children, just as, um, you know, an addition to my education that my parents believed was important and, um, grew, grew from there, um, to, uh, 
the point that I actually left. I was in a private Christian school up until mm-hmm. the, um, age 16. Oh. Um, and I left um, that school to to finish my high school as a homeschooler, but to enroll in uh, the preparatory school at Catholic University uh, to prepare for um, a career in music. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, that's so sweet. And thank you so much for sharing to think of you as a four-year-old with, yeah. yes, very monumental moments happening in life. And then to hear, too, I mean, it's so fun because, again, this is something I didn't necessarily know about you until we started looking at your intro, yeah. but to stay step into piano and becoming a pianist. So when you're stepping into this school at age 16, what was it that you were about to take on? I mean, is this hours and hours of piano lessons? Is this recitals? What what does that world even look like? Yes. Well, it's a lot of, um, it's a lot of time. It's a lot of alone time at the piano. (laughs) That's what it looks like. Um, but it was, you know, it was just something that I was very passionate in and very gifted in, um, and not something that my parents ever even pushed me towards. I have to say, I think as, as, um, an eldest child, I tend to be a type A, um, you know, I, I push myself and this was something that, um, I, I just loved. And so, um, you know, going into college, I was just really blessed to have the very best instruction. Wow. Um, I studied with, uh, Dr. Kiara Selby and she, she's just one of the world's greatest. And wow. so I had normal college classes once, once I actually began college at 19, you know, I started all the, the normal college classes, but with a um, major in um, music or in, in piano performance was really the major. And we, you know, we traveled to Italy one summer for a music festival on the Amalfi Coast, which was definitely just a moment in my life as a young person. Um, mm-hmm visiting Europe for the first time. And then um, I uh, was with an orchestra and we, uh, you know, were able to play at some of the finest concert halls. So it was, it was a very blessed time, but, um, but there came a point when I actually became very ill. Oh, wow. (laughs) And I ended up leaving. Um, I think I was in my junior year. Wow. Um, I ended up leaving school and leaving kind of music uh, wow. behind. And so um, that was definitely, uh, I would say, a bit of a devastating point mm-hmm. um, in my life. Mm-hmm. But um, just around that time, the Lord sent a man who was <laughs> my husband, <laughs> uh, who, I, who I met, um, and and a new season of life started. So that's kind of the, that's kind of the the way things happen there. Oh my goodness. Now, is he a musician? Was he back at home? How did you guys meet? So we actually met through my aunt um, and that in itself is a story, but he was, um, he was just back from Kuwait, actually. Wow. Um, so both of us being um, the age that we were had been young um, adults living through 9-11. Mm-hmm. So um, I was in 
uh, we were actually both in the city and in, in Washington, D.C. before we knew each other. Wow. But on 9-11, we were both in Washington, D.C. Um, I was at, at college and my husband was at work. And um, so anyway, he is a member of the National Guard, of the wow. Army National Guard. And so obviously... Um, that day really changed the lives of many young adults. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> um, everyone really. But um, you know, for my husband, he um, deployed uh, shortly after that uh, and uh, took away. And so we had not met, but I met him shortly after his return, actually, from that deployment. And my uh, my aunt knew that he was in town. He he was friends of, um, the family of, of her family, of her husband's family. And so, um, so she just thought, you know, Hey, you know, here, he's just (laughs) overseas, Jenny, you're in DC. You all should really get together. Um, you can show him the city, you know, all these things. And, um, we laugh because I am so, just out of my element when it comes to direction. And <laughs> so we met and he ended up showing me the city that I had grown up in. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Oh, that's kind of how, yeah. oh my goodness. So now remind me what year of school are you back after being sick? Are you back in school or no, is this no, before I, then? So I, I was in school when I met him, but I was, there was something wrong and I, um, I guess I was just in denial. Yeah. Um, it, it, it ended up my, my mom, actually, I think I came home one evening, um, which was just a Metro ride away. And mm. I guess I had lost a lot of weight. <laughs> yeah. So my mother scheduled a doctor's appointment and dragged me. <laughs> oh. so, and it just turned out to be a uh, mono um, oh, wow. but that can be more serious or less serious. And for, for me, it was a little bit more serious. So, yeah. um, oh. So yes, so I I actually really thought through it for quite some time, which ended up being very frustrating. Um, mm. So I, I think for my own mental health, it probably would have been better for me to you know just really rest and. Right. Uh, but it took me a while to get to the point where I was willing to. I just oh. I just had to rest. So. Oh. Oh my goodness. Yes. Uh, It's, it's, it's amazing. You know, I have so many listeners who can relate their, their undergrads and it's amazing when something like that, an obstacle comes into play in school Mm -hmm. and it's really something that, yeah, you have to kind of overcome and recognize when you need to rest and slow down because those years are quite exhausting, even if you don't realize it. Oh my goodness. And I think for me, I, I was always an overachiever. And so, mm. and everything looked a specific way, you know, right. everything was, was done correctly. And so of course, you know, the four years of college needed to be four year. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. I, was, I was at Catholic actually on scholarship. So that was a, a big thing. Um, so it was just one of those things that I think as a young person, um, I definitely grew a lot in that time and became stronger Mm. and um, more able to let my life look the way that the Lord wanted, you know, like to Mm -hmm. to really have faith that there was um, that the Lord had a good plan for my life, even though I didn't understand, you know, at the time, everything that was happening. So, right. Well, this is a fun kind of segue with that in mind. And I love that point because it's true. Even when we can't see it, there's a plan unfolding before us. What was it 
that you stepped into next? Did this shift you away from music? Did this put you on a different course? What did it look like perhaps to to get into that post-grad season of life and maybe even begin a, a role out of school? Sure. It Yes, it definitely. Um, so I actually... Um, you know, I actually began, my, my father is in real estate, uh, and he had always desired for us to know our way around real estate. (laughs) So I took a year, um, and kind of studied under him, uh, and, and just learned all about the world of real estate. And then, um, and then I, um, went to work for Ann Taylor as as an associate. And I, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, It was really different for me um, having come from being at the piano for eight to 10 hours a day alone uh, to being around people. (laughs) It was just really something I was missing in my life. So, um, so I enjoyed it and I, I worked my way up to being a visual manager, which I absolutely loved. Um, I made some of my very best friends, um, in that season and my husband actually, so we, um, it was in that season that my husband and I were married. Um, and he, um, he, a year after we married, he deployed again. Wow. That's just kind of when, um, Operation Iraqi Freedom was really picking up. Um, So he uh, deployed. I moved back home. Uh, So I was just very blessed to have uh, just such a support system in my family. Um, Mm -hmm. We're very close. And so it was it was just a tremendous blessing. Um, so I moved home for that year and just continued, uh, really just poured myself into, you know, working at, um, the store I was uh, at and, um, yeah. And then he got back home and it was time over time to begin our family. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Well, it's so fun to even hear the, the touchdown at at Ann Taylor, because that does, we're going to get to your style and I'm so excited to hear more, but Mm -hmm. that does definitely tie in. And I could see it, Jenny, I can see how that would be a connection for you. And especially to move into that visual role and to be kind of it sounds like maybe beginning the creative process that that ultimately I th- I think shows off in Tallwood. Well, tell us about this season. So you are now stepping into what it sounds like a season of motherhood. Yeah. Are you guys dreaming of a home like you now have? What, what did it look like? What did this process kind of look like as you begin thinking about what you want your home to be like? Yes, I. So definitely there, I think there are always dreams. Um, Mm. I have always prayed for the Lord to make his desires my dreams because Mm. then we're going in the same direction. Yes. It's not good to be going opposite. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, so, you know, our early years, we, you know, being raised, um, in a Christian home, I, I knew that once I became a mother, I would want to be in the home as my mother was. Um, 
I just really, for me, and I know that there, there are those who do not feel this way, but for me, it was important to be in the home. And so um, we actually, we had, um, in those early years, we had an apartment mm-hmm. um, and my husband deployed. And then we had another apartment and we had um, our first son. And we had always made, you know, I was working up until the point we had my son, uh, our first son, but, um, we had always, we had kind of together made the decision to never be dependent on my salary. Um, mm-hmm. because we just kind of had a feeling that once we were dependent on my salary, we would always be dependent, uh, like on a combined salary, I should say. Right. Um, because you really do live, you really do grow into spending what you're used to making. And so we just never wanted, we just never wanted to, to have to have an amount yeah. of, of income coming in that includes. So my income was really used for, for savings or, you know, trips or you know, just yeah. some things. So, um, <laughs> but so anyway, we ended up living in an apartment actually probably quite a bit longer than many of our friends, um, which was fine. I was so, I loved our apartment. Um, yeah. Honest, it was just such a, you know, it's such a sweet season when you're newlyweds and it's, you know, it's just the two of you. And I just always thought it was just a really sweet beginning for mm. us. Um, and so we had our, um, our, for our son and we were at a point where we really could afford on my husband's salary to, to move into a home. And so, mm. um, we began looking and, and we, we ended up moving a little bit further from, uh, Washington DC just because it's very expensive to live um, closer in. So our first home was actually a ways out, um, in like the, uh, Warrenton Haymarket, you know, kind of a Mm -hmm. a little further out from DC. And so that's kind of where we got our beginning. And I just remember we had, we had purchased this house and I realized I knew nothing about (laughs) organizing a house. Like, what do you, how do you, like, where do you go? (laughs) You know, I mean, I had just done the very basics in our, our apartment. I think I had gone to, I think we had gone to Pottery Barn. I mean, I think that's actually probably the story of most young people my age, like just that first trip to Pottery Barn. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, um, so I just, I, I just remember our, uh, we were still in our, our apartment, but getting ready to move to the house. And I was home, you know, all day with a newborn who was sleeping. So I was spending hours, hours online, just kind of researching on Pinterest. And then I discovered that there were interior designers. Right. Yes. <laughs> and there was this whole world about, you know, making these homes just they were just so beautiful. Uh, one of the first blogs I became obsessed with was <laughs> Brooke Gianetti's uh, Velvet and Linen. Um, yes. So, so I was so obsessed with her aesthetic, um, and and then just some some of the other designers early early on. I think Suzanne Reinstein. She does actually a lot in, here in Virginia, um, and it was just this really beautiful world of of understand, you know, we growing up in this area, there is so much history and there are so many historic homes and, um, important historic homes and just having, having toured them then to have some understanding as to, wow, you know, there's really been a lot of thought, you know, there's mm. a lot of thought 
goes into creating a home, you know, in the way that to, to that level. And so um, it was just really a, just a time where I think my eyes were really open to the possibilities. Um, I remember after we had moved into our home, uh, our first home, you know, we, we had poured everything into just buying the home. Right. And I just remember almost crying one night thinking, how will we ever buy any furniture? <laughs> and I just remember, I was actually so upset about it. I just had to, I had to just give it over to the Lord and I was like, you know, just help me to be patient. And, and Ugh. so, um, you know, and then it was really wonderful because looking back now, I am so glad that when I was young and that when my husband and I were young and newlyweds, we did not have a lot of money to spend on furniture because we would not have spent it well. Right. Yes. You know? And so I really, I really started to realize that, you know, there was a purpose, you know, that the Lord <laughs> does actually lead us through our finances. And, um, you know, as he leads us to where we need to be spending, we will have the money to spend. And so um, I discovered just, just in trying to furnish our home, um, Craigslist uh, was really taking off and kind of these, oh. these second, you know, secondhand, I grew up, my mother, my parents built their home. And it's <laughs> wow. beautiful. It's um, a Williamsburg reproduction. They actually oh. took their architect to Williamsburg. And my mother furnished the home with antiques. So I wow. grew up with that um, kind of kind of background. But it was just something my mother was so gifted in. I think right. that's why I was so just so uh, just to discover the world of interior design and that there you could actually study. You know. So, um, but yeah. So. I discovered just through through Craigslist that there were so, you know, there's been such a, there at that time was such a move away from antiques mm. and vintage, you know, people were just really trying to get rid of these things. The, I think this was around the time that um, farmhouse style was really big. And so there mm. was, you know, lots of painted furniture and it was just something different than what my eye was drawn to. So I was really able to kind of, um, start collecting uh, just beautiful things and uh, at, at prices that we could afford. And, yes. you know, slowly but surely, I, I remember reading early on in Suzanne Weinstein's book. I think it's, I think the name of the book is Home. I could be wrong, but mm. he said um, uh, uh, f- fewer things, better things. And I just mm. remember, I think that was actually, that was, she actually quoted William Yalward, but I just remember being very impacted by that and really um, wanting to make sure that the things we were buying were good things, um, you know, beautiful things. And I think, I think I really had to train my eye in those early years uh, before I really trusted myself Hmm. um, to make bigger purchases. Uh, I Hmm. think I'm just one of those who am always, you know, I was just really, you know, it's like when you're getting your, when you're first learning something and you think you're going to make a mistake. So I was definitely always feeling that I was going to make a mistake and buy something that actually was not beautiful, but that I thought was beautiful. (laughs) So, and I definitely had a few of those moments, I I have to say. Um, 
And so anyway, so it was kind of more of a slow process because I was just, you know, I'm just really afraid. I was just really afraid of those mistakes. So, um, but as I grew and just my understanding and as you know, I always say that the the first part of my life was about training my eye and this, Mm. this next season was about, I'm sorry, it was about training my ear. And the second part of my life was about training my eye. And I think wow. you get to a point where you, you feel that you, you, you are able to see clearly what is what. Mm. And, um, and so it, it gave me more confidence to, you know, to, to, to move forward. Um, so anyway. <laughs> oh, well, all of that is said so well. And this is really cool, Jenny, because I know that many of my listeners right now, they're really relating to you and in a really cool way. I have had many, you know, very much trained, professionally trained um, kind of interior designers on the podcast. And I have even found myself listening to them being like, okay, well, it sounds like I need to go to school to know how to do any of this because I cannot even with everything you're saying in the best way possible. But with you, I am so excited because, and I'm going to have so much to unpack with my husband <laughs> later tonight after talking to you because I feel such a, a kinship and many of my listeners, again, I'm sure do as well as we're in that season of life and we live in Los Angeles. So we're looking at mm-hmm. crazy yeah. prices of homes. Yeah. Um, and so I'm in that season and we actually just wrapped up a big chunk of, well, our final law school loan. So I- I'm, I'm with you on the finances, like I every, that. oh, yeah. thank you. It's like the best. Congratulations. That, that is big time. Yeah. Best, best feeling ever. But, and, and again, so many of you who are listening, you know, you're hearing Jenny's story and I love what Jenny, what you've shared. It's um, even the element of you guys didn't want to budget too far out. It's like, okay, we think that Jenny, you know, you might be a stay-at-home mom at some point. Right. Let's, let's yeah. make sure that we're living within our means. Right. Um, and then that discipline. And even I love too your, your love for your time in an apartment. I think many people rush to think I have to have a house. This is embarrassing. I don't have a house yet. I'm from Dallas originally. And many, um, you know, women and friends my age have, have been able to step into that season, but just yeah. Ah, taking a little breather as I listen to your story, feeling so much peace in my life. And I know, again, those of you who are listening, you might be in a similar season where you feel rushed, rushed, rushed to to move to the next stage or to get the next piece of furniture, whatever. It's like, Jenny is doing such a great job giving us the example of that season of training your eye. And I feel that way. I'm even looking right now at a headboard that I hate. (laughs) I bought this thing two years ago and I'm like, how is it? I'm like, how is it that I already, I don't really hate it, but how is it that this is just already not my style? So I personally am taking mental notes from our conversation. Uh, And it's so encouraging. I think it's so hard because what you kind of described is the culture that we live in. Mm-hmm. And um, I, we just have to pull ourselves out of the culture yeah. and really discipline ourselves to really understand what's important. Yeah. What, you know, and, um, you know, I remember wanting, I remember wishing that, you know, we at least had a condo, <laughs> you know, because, <laughs> you know, and, but, you know, it was just really, it was really a season of, you know, I think, that in order to be comfortable, you know, being kind of not an outlier, but living a different sort of life is we have to be strong. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's one of the things that my 
my college experience, I mean, just those devastating things that began to happen, I think they definitely made me stronger um, and just able to kind of stand in the face of what everyone else might, might look at as, you know, like this is the measure of success or this is the measure, you know, and to just kind of take away those measures and just Mm. look at what, like what we knew to be important. Um, Mm. So, so yeah, but it is, it is difficult for sure. Well, and I love that though, because it really is. And and we talk about this in many episodes, but I love that we're kind of landing on it. It is the blinders effect to be able to step into your role. Nobody else's for you. You're looking at a season of motherhood. You're Mm -hmm. looking forward to creating a home and a beautiful place for your family. And and the, uh, for others, you know, you put on your blinders, you're focused on your right. career at this time, right. or you're a newlywed. And I love that that's just kind of one of the many encouragements I'm already taking away from this conversation. But I I want to hear because this is this is what I'm really curious about. So you begin collecting, like you said, you really begin training your eye to see the the beauty and very specifically this grand millennial style. Can you share with us, and I'm going to out myself because I'm not even sure I could give you a definition of grand millennial style. (laughs) So would you do that for us? Tell us kind of what, what does that mean to you? And then perhaps, um, take us into that season of, of, okay, maybe it's, maybe it's time to, to move to the next home. I mean, what did that look like for you guys? Sure. Well, this was long before the grand millennial, um, long before grand millennial because I have to, and I have to give her credit. Um, Emma <laughs> Bergillion actually is the one who coined that term in an article she wrote for house beautiful uh, oh. just recently, actually, maybe within the last two years. Oh, and, wow. um, so she kind of gave many of us a place um, at the table, <laughs> um, just by coining that term. Uh, and, and really, I think, um, you know, growing up in a Christian home, my parents were very, um, and we are actually the same with our children. We're very, um, protective in yeah. what we, what we intook. So, yeah. um, just television. So I was really immersed in old Hollywood. <laughs> Uh, um, and honestly, I, I know that there are times I did not appreciate that, <laughs> but, um, but looking back on it, there was just set, you know, um, there was just so much beauty in that time, um, mm. just in, 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 in Hollywood, but in, in fashion, if you think of Jackie Kennedy, Mm. um, so many, so many Grace Kelly, um, you know, if you, if you just think of, of just the glamour of that time. And, and so that is really, I mean, looking back, I am so grateful because that, that is what really trained my eye and my ideals of womanhood and my ideals of, of just life. And so, Mm. um, looking back, I'm, I, I, I do appreciate that. Um, and so I think you asked me a question and (laughs) (laughs) you know what, even as I was saying it, I was like, I just asked her like 15 questions. (laughs) So no, I love it. But I think you just did. I think you just answered it kind of that grand millennial style. And then two, just kind of stepping into this next season, you know, you're, you're kind of, and we've kind of left you at the, your first child, your first son, 
What yeah. did it look like for you guys? Is there a home in between that one and Tallwood? I mean, what did it look like for you to be like, because, and correct me if I'm wrong, but this is really a dream home. This is really where you hope to raise your yeah. sons and and to really live. What what did that season look like? Again, is there a home in between there that you're kind of working on and then step into this? Tell us about that. Well, I have to say it, it was all very unexpected and very oh, wow. Wow. Um, we, you know, my husband is, um, a, a military officer. Yeah. Um, and so, and, but I grew up with, um, a lot, uh, more than I could have ever asked for. And so, mm. so I knew that on my husband's salary, um, you know, <laughs> there might be things that, that I, you know, that, that we just wouldn't be able to have or to give our children or that I was given. And that was okay. Um, Because, you know, I, the Lord had a a new story that he was writing and I really wanted that story to be the story that unfolded. Mm -hmm. Um, So our priorities um, early on, our priority has always been our children's education. Mm. Uh, just since we became parents. Uh, so having, they're in a private Christian school and that financially has always been, um, you know, other than the, the basics, um, has always been the priority. So, um, I, you know, we moved into our first home and I expected that to be maybe forever. I, it, you know, it wasn't a dream home. It wasn't, <laughs> it was beautiful. I mean, we did a lot to it and I really do believe that in any place you can create a beautiful world. Um, Mm. and I think just early on I was, um, I was exposed to Domino magazine Mm -hmm. uh, when I was kind of that first getting into design and, you know, these tiny New York apartments, I was right. I think that's why why I started to realize, gosh, this is not about square footage. Yeah. (laughs) This design thing is not about square footage. (laughs) You have a beautiful space. And I think that's why I was so at peace in an apartment for so long. I was so Mm. at peace in our first home. It was a builder home, but I, you know, I, it was what it was. It was much larger than we needed. Uh, we had plenty of room to grow, and I knew that we could make it beautiful. And mm. so I was really determined to be content there. Um, and I think that's one of the things I really believe in in fostering contentment. And it's very mm. hard, um, yeah. you know, in our culture where everyone has everything, and yeah. you know, we're so prone to compare. I am certainly um, <laughs> very guilty of that. <laughs> Um, so I think that just, um, I think that's why I worked so hard in our first home was just, you know, we, we got at our first kitchen. We, you know, I got, I kind of cut my teeth, um, in that home and it was, it was a beautiful home and we expected, I expected for us to be there for quite some time. Well, one Sunday (laughs) afternoon. So Sundays are kind of the time that my extended family, my parents, my sisters and brothers and all of their the, all the grandchildren, we come together on Sundays after church at mm. my parents' house and we drove into the community um, and there was a for sale sign. And, and I was just like, who on earth is selling their home? You know, because it's <laughs> one of those, it's one of those communities in which houses just never go up for sale. So, oh, wow. um, so of course we had like, 
you know, I had to get to the bottom of it. I remember my husband being really tired and just wanting to get to, get to my parents. And I was just like, <laughs> no, I want to see who's selling their house. So, and it's also a, an older community. So, um, so anyway, there had been a house. Um, it had actually been Mr. Cuddy's house. And I, I used to run by when I was training for volleyball, you know, in high school, oh. you know, just so, um, and it was for sale. And, you know, we drove, you know, you can look at a house from the road and then, which is what I had, you know, I had never been into this house, but just driving back onto the property. I just remember thinking, wow, <laughs> this is a lot more than I realized. Uh, and wow. so, you know, so we were just excited to see it and we walked in and it was being sold as really a teardown wow. at, at a price that like I just couldn't even, I, I don't even know. So, and my, and my husband fell in love with the land. I mean, we weren't even sure what land went with this property. <laughs> what we were seeing. And, and I remember, I, I remember, I mean, we, I think I, I was on, I was walking through the house with my, my head and my phone trying to figure out where my father was. <laughs> he, you know, he was in real estate. He's kind of our guru. And yes. like, where is he? And he was at an open house. <laughs> open house. So this was an open house and he was, at, he was, he was hosting his open house. And so my husband and I went and tracked him down and we just told him that we had fallen in love with this house and that, and it was, you know, all of the timing was right. Um, mm. It was, you know, it was at a price we could afford at a time we could afford it. And so, wow. um, and so though we hadn't been planning on moving um, at all, actually, um, within the week, we uh, had a ratified contract on that house. <laughs> we had the weekend to get our house on the market. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, it's so, but it's such a fun, I mean, this is so fun. And for those of you who've been following Jenny for some time, now you know the inside scoop behind Tallwood because yes. that is crazy. Now tell me this, how many, because we left the story off with one son. Do we have oh, yes. two yet? Do we have By three? Time we had three. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Yes, yes. We brought home home our first son in our apartment and, you know, kind of realized we needed to to grow out of that apartment. So we bought our first home, had our next two children. So at this point, we had we had our three boys. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Well, it's so fun to kind of nail down the different timeline timelines, both for the house and the family to be thinking of you guys going in there. Now, I want to know, because this is this is kind of this is where the adventure of how I've been introduced to you begins. So I want to know what did it look like for you? Because you are, you're walking around. I mean, you just mentioned this was a teardown. So I'm guessing there was a lot to be done. And then I'm hearing the time frame, and it's like, okay, you had to get your house on the market that weekend. Yeah. So yeah. what did it look like to begin to, I mean, I would say, and again, for the, and I'm kind of teasing this for those of you who don't follow Jenny, I'm going to, we're going to get to that. We're going to share where you can connect with her because this house is stunning. When did you decide to start sharing? Did you share the process from the beginning or did someone say, Jenny, you should really share your designs. You should really share Tallwood. 
what did it look like for Tallwood to kind of become what it is now in regard to you sharing it? Well, it did take some time. Um, so, you know, when I first walked into the house, I really felt a kinship to the women who had mm. gone before me. Wow. Um, I think there had been two. And um, there were so many beautiful details, but there, but then there were the things that most people, and I, I don't say that in, in the negative, but would maybe it would kind of be a deal breaker. Right. So, you know, but, but there are things that it, when you know within a house that everything can be changed, um, you know, I just remember walking into um, the front hall and I just, it just took my breath away. Mm. And so I didn't really see the blue carpet in the dining room. And I didn't really <laughs> see the outdated bathroom. <laughs> I just saw a lot of potential. And wow. I think, you know, I think both my husband and I, the house had been vacant for um, several years. So even the land was very overgrown. We knew that it would be a lot of work, but we were at a point where, you know, we were younger than we are now. And we just really felt that it was something we could take on and something we over a lifetime could really really make something of. And so, um, you know, we actually, and I I had this discussion with my husband because the one thing, you know, I really try to be able to live with anything, but the kitchen in the (laughs) home, I, I just, I was like, I really could not live with this kitchen for any length of time. (laughs) And so I just asked him, I said, so is this the first thing that we could do? Like we could buy this house and we could renovate the kitchen and then we could be happy and take our time. (laughs) You know, and of course he said yes, but I'm telling you, Emily, the Lord always challenges us because we moved in and my husband was um, sent to a school in Pennsylvania for um, a couple months, a military, so not a deployment, but but something similar. So, oh my gosh. And so we ended up living with that kitchen for a year. Oh, no. been not there. <laughs> oh my gosh. So that was, that was interesting, but we got home and we, uh, you know, and honestly in that time, it was probably some time I needed, you know, they always say, I've always heard this advice and I would have probably been quick to ignore it, hmm. but you know, they always say to kind of live in a space before you decide you know, what you're going to be doing with it. And I have to say that over that time that my husband was gone, our plans really did change. Um, That's kind of around the time I got, I was introduced to Instagram, I guess. Yes. Um, And I I didn't have a public feed actually for a long time because of my husband's work. We, he didn't think that would be a great idea, but I was kind of intaking. So I was seeing a lot and um, I, I really fell in love with kind of the European aesthetic with, with English kitchens um, oh. and more European. So that really actually ended up impacting the final result. And so, you know, even that, even though I was, again, not happy with the Lord's timing on that, I kind of went back and realized, gosh, there was a really good plan in that. <laughs> so, um, so anyway, and, you know, it was around the time that we had, we had actually finished renovating the kitchen and kind of, um, you know, I had actually hung gallery walls while my husband was gone. My, my mother came and helped me without painting. I, I, I just told my mother, I said, I just need to get something on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> so without even undertaking the painting, we just started hanging. 
So anyway, we had got, I had gotten to a place where I felt, you know, that things were, were, were coming along. And, you know, I also realized that, and I don't know if, if other women feel this way, but I can really like nag and Mm. I don't know if that's a word, but kind of never be happy Mm. Um, because you know how like you accomplish something and then you're on to the next thing, like really, really quickly. And I think I think that's just how our brains as women work. Like we are just always thinking ahead. We're, you know, and I think that that doesn't always foster contentment. And I also think yes. it can be really hard on um, a husband. <laughs> right. I remember thinking, you know, I really want to just be grateful. We had, cause we had finished our kitchen and that was a big deal. And so my aunt had actually dropped off um, a bunch of hydrangeas. And I remember the, the boys were outside. I think they were, I think they were camping in the backyard or something. Anyway, they were out with their father. And I just remember thinking, gosh, maybe, maybe if I start just kind of documenting the things I have each day to be grateful for, mm. I would be less likely to focus on all, like on the overwhelming number of projects that we Mm. have, you know, before us. And, you know, and so that's kind of how it began. I just snapped that first picture and um, thought, you know, at the very least, I can maybe give a little bit back to this beautiful community of Instagram that I have just been so inspired by. And um, it, that's really where it began. And I never expected it to be more than just a journal of gratitude, to be honest, of just, you know, the things each day that I was able to find in our home that were beautiful and that, you know, that everything was okay the way it was, even though there were so many projects not done, that it was all okay. So that I, well, I just got chills. That (laughs) is so cool. And this is literally why I love recordings like this, because I get to, I, I mean, of course I would love your account because now I know the meaning and the original thought behind it. And for so many of you who follow Jenny, and again, I'll let you know where you can find her. Um, well, duh, that no wonder it feels like such a happy, welcoming, joyful, fun place. The original idea behind sharing your home. And like you said, you never even dreamed that it could, you know, kind of go to the places that it has with collaborations and relationships and podcasts and, and whatnot. The original thought behind it was gratitude, specifically just a documentation of what it was you were grateful for. I did not know that. And I am so happy that I know that. That is so cool, Jenny. and, And to think too, because again, and you know what I'm going to do after this recording? I'm literally going to go back to your first picture because I got to see all this. I got to see everything. I have to, because it's so fun to know the story behind it. And I just love that. I, I love, oh, I love, I love it. I love it. Well, this has been so much fun. I feel like I could talk to you forever, um, but given the the few themes that I'm sensing in your story and what you've shared with us today, um, a few that come to mind would just be contentment, of course, faith, yeah. mm-hmm. gratitude. Um, I would be remiss if I did not ask you this question. And I always preface guests, it's it's a loaded one. So if we need to pause, all good. Okay. But I'd love to know, um, could you share with us perhaps what is the greatest lesson you have learned? 
Well, you know, I think I would have to say, um, I would have to say trusting the Lord's plan um, and trusting that it is good. Um, you know, I think that verse that so many of us um, young Christians claim when we're children, um, I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, mm-hmm. plans for good uh, and not for evil. I think we don't understand what that means mm-hmm. um, until we really have some of these experiences. And um, I think looking back on on my life thus far, I can really say that the Lord's plan was the best plan. And Mm. so I think moving forward, you know, um, I'm, I'm less upset when things don't go my way now, Mm. um, because I know that there's a reason. Um, and I think just, um, you know, I think just, just knowing that, um, that the Lord really has his children in the palm of his hands. Um, I think that's something that I find so much peace in, um, and I think we live in a culture where there's really a lack of peace in general. Um, mm. So I think that would have to be just just as like kind of a summary. If I had to look back on on my life um, from this, you know, little perch that I have, I I would have to say that that you know, just trusting the Lord's plan. Mm. Um, you know, so yeah. Well, such a wonderful, wonderful lesson, wonderful takeaway. And I love too, when I ask that question, it's so cool when the answer really coincides with the conversation. So you've given us multiple examples throughout your life and throughout the experience of moving into Tallwood, your beautiful family, meeting your husband. It's so cool that the lesson that you would share, you already gave us some little snippets and some examples of of where that lesson was really uh, grown and learned. So it's super cool to think of it that way. Well, I know that you have so many things always up and coming. There's always something happening at Tallwood, whether it's a goat, a new baby goat, or maybe the ducklings are being crazy or the boys are having fun or you're at the beach, whatever it is, I would love to know what's next for you. Well, you know, we have, so I guess the thing that I am kind of most focused on right now is uh, launching a website. Um, yes. and actual branding. So we kind of went went about this backwards, right? Because right. cows <laughs> are bloggers and then they kind of make their way on the <laughs> You know, so we, this is, anyway, so I am really in new territory, um, just really trying to, um, you know, steward this brand that has become uh, well. And so we are actually... Um, working on a website um with yes uh and with actually the lovely Sally Rosalind she is she's just been such a joy to work work with as just I'm such a novice when it comes to things like this and she has so much wisdom and she has just such an eye for beauty as well it's just been it's been incredible so I'm so excited um so so that will be launching, I'm thinking probably in the fall timeframe. Oh, so, um, so, and then of course we just have, you know, the collaborations that we, we are just so blessed to be. I mean, I just feel so blessed to be just the brands that entrust me to really see the beauty and what they've created and to kind of magnify that beauty and to share that beauty. It just, um, it's just so, it's just, it's just something I, 
find so much joy in. Mm-hmm. Um, so we we do have uh, some collaborations coming up, some some magazine features as well, I believe. So just a lot in the works. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad I asked. I know there's always something coming up and you guys will have to stay tuned. That will be a yes. fantastic time frame for the website to come out. Ginny, uh, yes. is there anything we didn't cover today that you'd like to? Oh my goodness. I don't think we could have covered anything more. <laughs> I I just, I, uh, I, yes, well, I, I know. Well, I have so enjoyed this conversation and it's so fun because when I have guests on like yourself, I feel such a connection to, and now I have to visit Tallwood at some point. Yes. I must. I, I just love to know because the, these are the best connects. And again, so many of my listeners, many of them are pivoting in their career. Many are stay-at-home moms or yeah. newlyweds. Um, and I always love to ask guests because you guys give the best recommendations. Who do you know that should maybe come on and share their how'd she do that story? You know, there there is just so much talent out there. Um, like one gal that I thought of, uh, Sarah Vickers Pat. Patrick. So her, mm. I, I believe her Instagram handle is Sarah KJ Beast, Sarah KJP. So that would actually be um, kind of a, how did they do that? Because she and her husband have just built this beautiful, um, very New England, Ralph Lauren brand. Um, it's, it's actually, a, it's actually retail. Um, and it's just, it's just the, the loveliest jewelry. Uh, they've made their way into, um, into women, into clothing. Uh, so anyway, she, she was one of my first follows, um, on Instagram kind of before I, my younger sisters were kind of telling me, you don't need it. I love it. And so, and actually we chat now every once in a while and I, I have to pinch myself, but, um, but she would be one. And then Stacey Flinner. And I didn't have a chance to look at the entire list. I've listened to quite a few of the podcasts. I'm kind of making my way down, but, so, um, but Stacey Flinner and then also, um, the gals of Palm Beach lately. Oh, yes. Oh, how fun. Oh, I love it. Well, thank you. And you all will have to stay tuned for potential episodes with all of these wonderful recommendations. And you guys, I know many of you during this conversation, you've already looked up Tallwood, you've already found Jenny, but Jenny, can you let us know where can listeners connect with you? Yes. So currently you, uh, our, our Instagram handle is Hollywood Country House. Uh, so that is where I, I really kind of have always considered myself to this point to be a micro blogger. I, I mean, anything that I'm going to share is that's, that's our home base. So, yeah. um, and I love connecting. I love connecting with, uh, people there. Um, and I, I really do try to, and every comment and every, everything just means so much because I know that it takes time. So, um, so I'm, I'm excited about the website because some of those questions that, that we get a lot about, you know, paint colors or how did we do the full, you know, paint the floors, things like that will have, we'll really be able to, um, have like a permanent answer hub there. (laughs) Oh, well, I'm so excited. And that will be such an amazing place for everybody to go. And in the meantime, you guys connect with Jenny on Instagram, say hi, Jenny, this has been so much fun. Thank you for your time today. Well, thank you. This has really been a joy, Emily. So thank you. 
Thank you all for listening to today's episode of How'd She Do That? I am Emily Landers. You can follow me on Instagram at Emily Landers and the podcast at How'd She Do That Podcast. We hope you'll join us next Tuesday for a new episode. We will talk to you soon.